Hey everybody, welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, when it comes to love and sex and relationships, there's two different camps of thought. And the first views love, sex, relationship, everything is all one. Can't have all of it without even one little bit of it. You know, if you if you don't have the love, the sex can't be there, the relationship's not there. If you don't have a relationship, you don't have love, you don't have sex, and, you know... It's all the same thing. And then there's the other camp. There's sex, and then there's love, and then there's a relationship, and the three are completely separate things. And yeah, some of sometimes they overlap and you'll have one with the other, and you know, it's it's almost like choosing from a Chinese menu. It's like, you know, one from column A, two from column two, and with you know, four or more you get egg roll. But when it comes to relationships how many books are there out there about relationships and what does your man want and i always think that's funny cosmopolitan and all these like high-end women's magazines always talk about empowering yourself you don't need a man to to you know justify your your pride or your honor and and then they always have in every issue top 10 ways to keep him happy in the bedroom and I always think of those as the most weirdly desperate articles. I've never read one. I mean, I, com- I claim complete ignorance here. But it just seems like this desperate thing of, hey, here's, here's the buckshot approach to relationships. Here's an adult logical argument, but then here's an article about how to go about it like, oh, I don't know, a, a wanton you know, street whore. You know, keep trying everything. You know, kiss him, give him a first kiss on the first date and then stick a finger up his ass. See if it works. You know, and, and who writes these articles? It's not, it used to be you saw an article in a magazine. It was always written by a doctor and they had studies. And now it's like a blogger. Do they know anything about it? Oh, hell no. But they're talking about it and therefore, well, they must know what they're talking about. It's where a lot of information comes from online. Most shit you read about online is either fake or eh, kind of like uses what I call pseudoscience. Not the typical use or definition that you're thinking of. It's, this seems to make sense, therefore must be true. It's like when they tell you what's in, you know, certain drugs or prescriptions or, you know, they say, dioxyhydroglutamiton. And the guy goes, I don't know what it is either. That's a commercial that I hate because it it basically says that the person who did the commercial is playing on your ignorance. They don't tell you what it is. They don't even say it's bad for you, but they say that's what's in it, so therefore it must be bad. And it's ridiculous. How about this? How about you only say something's bad if it's actually bad? It's like there's lawsuits going on right now for a weed killer, and they're saying it, it's been... Um, found to be held responsible for causing cancer. It's like, well, wait a minute. That's very specific legal phrasing. Doesn't mean that they've found that it causes cancer. It seems to be. That's like saying, you know, I was 20 feet away when somebody got run over by a car. Therefore, I must have been driving the car. And the same thing happens when it comes to relationships. You've got people advising you. Uh, Who was that famous child's uh, this person was writing books about how to raise your kids and they had no kids 
They had a few studies that they had had looked into. They actually had a degree in it, but it's kind of like finding out that your mechanic has all of his ASC certifications, but he's never driven a car once. So when it comes to relationships, I always like to find people that have been in relationships. You want to find out how not to fuck up a marriage? Talk to somebody who had an ugly divorce. You know, as long as they're not so permanently damaged, you know, somebody that's like, you mention women and they fly into a tirade that involves the C word and, you know, they just go off on how women are all bitches and out to get you. Okay, that's the wrong guy to ask. But if you find somebody that really fucked up a relationship and learned a little something from it, their advice is valuable. Same thing with women. You know, and I realize I should have said I was talking about guys, but I'm a guy. So I automatically, you know, I'm thinking about if somebody were to come to me, I went through a divorce. I like to think I learned a few things out of it, but maybe that's my own arrogance. I do tend to have a bit of a swollen head. But I mean, you find a woman who's had a relationship, not someone who got screwed over by somebody else and they're still clueless as to why it happened. I mean, somebody that had a good relationship that kind of soured, went down a bad road and they ended up breaking up. And they didn't wallow on it for the next couple decades. They actually learned from it, and now they're in a better relationship. That's somebody that has some advice for you. But if you're reading books like Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus, get off the bus. Jesus Christ, quit reading these books. Because here's the problem with these books. They always pretty much present it that no matter who's at fault in a relationship... You're the one that bought the book. You're not in the wrong. So it always points to there's something wrong with the other person. Truth is, in almost every breakup of a couple, breakup of a married couple, or even somebody that's lived together for years, if they break up, I'll talk to them, find out a little bit of the background of what happened. And if they're being truthful, it's a two-way street. Both of them fucked up. And all that wound up together is what brings us to today's episode, and I'm being very specific in the title here, Men Love Sex. Women Love Sex. So if you can see the caps that went on there, caps in lowercase, it makes sense. On today's Caffeinated Humor. writer's block recently and when you write a daily humor blog five days a week that you're trying to turn into a podcast that's a bad thing to have writer's block i happen to be sitting in a starbucks having a a cup of something delightful uh, texting with a friend of mine and i mentioned it and she immediately slipped into the fountain of ideas mode and began speed texting just different ideas and I actually took one and ran with it. But one of them was just so naive and cute, I had to tease her about it because I figured it was a joke. Now, it turns out she was completely serious and began speed texting me her argument. And here it is. <laughs> it's hard to say without like laughing. I wonder if men realize that women want sex more than they do, but don't know how to ask for it. Oh my God. That is just so cute and funny as it gets. Mainly because it's so far from being true, it borders on mythical. I mean, you can argue this one all you like. You're still wrong and ignorant. Let me explain why. 
You have to be a man to understand why it's wrong and ignorant. Here's the basic difference. Women want sex, but they want it on the Titanic with Leonardo DiCaprio loaded with Viagra and a better job in the perfect setting with an award-winning soundtrack and several days of chocolate and snuggling and flirting. There's a basic desire there, but it only has a tenuous hold in reality. Men want to have as much sex as humanly possible with anyone that's available. And while they're waiting to recharge and have sex again, they would love a woman to masturbate in front of them until they're ready to go again. Now, eventually their heart will give out. It's a lot like that science experiment where they teach a rat to push a lever and it gets a food pellet. And with unlimited food pellets, the rat will push the lever until they eat themselves to death. Yeah, that's how it is with men and sex. If it was unlimited and we could just get it nonstop from where we want it, like random Playboy bunnies, yeah, we'd be dead in a few days. The human race would die out. So it's actually a very good thing that women don't have that kind of drive. Otherwise, all the men in the world would be dead. Now, once the angry lesbians are done cheering, I will continue. I can wait. I can wait all day long if I have to. Now, in the beginning of a relationship, women can match you mano a mano with the libido. Don't get me wrong, and it's a wonderful thing. But it can't be sustained without testosterone. I had a coworker once tell me that she wished she had a set of balls she'd do things differently. No, you wouldn't. Be happy that you think you would and let that go. It's a beautiful thought, but just let it go. You know, there was a thing going around the internet uh, that supposedly at a graduating class at a military school invited some legendary general that nobody ever heard of to speak. And in the middle of this graduation speech, he decides to pontificate on men, women, and sex, which is the first red flag that tells me that it's probably a bullshit story, but it does make sense. He said that men see it this way. Women love sex. Women in caps, love in lowercase, sex in caps. Women see it this way. Women love sex. Women in love in caps, sex in lowercase. The capitals make a lot of significance there, by the way. I mean, that's the important parts. Now, it still sounds like a bullshit story, but it does make the excellent point. Women want love, affection, fulfillment. Men technically want that, but what they're willing to settle for, nine times out of 10, penetration and breasts. And yeah, we can argue some guys are ass men, but you're getting the point here. Now, most men will tell you the same. But just make sure that it is a guy asking another guy. Because if it's a woman asking, eh, he's going to tell her whatever he thinks she wants to hear. Just on the off chance that he gets to nail her. Don't be mad at me. I'm just the messenger. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. Time for coffee. Hey, hope you liked today's episode. Like it, subscribe to it. Hell, there's a link around here to help support it. But most importantly, listen to more episodes. You can also go to Amazon. You're going to find a series of books under the name Caffeinated Humor based on the podcast. Take care and have a great day.